Joe here. Uh, welcome back to the podcast after a little break. Uh, as you might have heard, I ruined everything with one of our uh, with the last episode uh, with abysmal uh, audio quality. And so we've re-recorded in what was the weirdest experience of my life. Uh, I basically listened to my old recording and recited. It was basically like having someone recite lines into my ear, and I just had to say all of it with no context. Uh, I felt like a lunatic up in my room alone for an hour, uh, but hopefully things are good to go, and we'll drop this one, and we'll get back on track uh, in our normal release schedules. So here is the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, remember to send in your submissions for Trophyist Husband uh, and check us out on Instagram at Trophy Husband's Pod. Thanks a lot. Enjoy. Allegedly, this is the podcast. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Uh, man. How was your week, guys? It was, did you miss me? I did. I did. I missed you quite a bit. I missed you too, Sam. Thank you. I always miss I was sick, you. so I didn't have a great week, but <laughs> mm. I, I died immediately after we stopped the last recording. I just went <laughs> and died for about a day and a half. Oh, man. <laughs> I I had an interesting yeah, conversation with uh with Sean and and Joe's brother Jacob on Friday night. Uh, Kate and I, after youth group, we were just like, we want to have people over, so we just like oh, called I them. Was so and mad they I wasn't came there. Over. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we also called Joe, and well, I called Kristen to make sure that Joe could come, and then couldn't. Um, Rip. Anyways, um, one of the things that came up. We were talking about, like, masculinity, and, like, we we just kind of, like, each took our turns, and we're like, okay, what was, like, was there a moment where you're like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm a man, hmm. or was it just, like, gradual? Because that seems to be the two kind of, well, I mean, what else? what else could it could it, could it be really um, like but for me i i distinctly remember like yeah it, it was interesting hearing the different kind of opinions on that and like experiences but for me like what uh like the moment that i knew like yeah l- that i was like i knew and was comfortable and secure in my masculinity and my manhood was when I was just like, yeah, I, I am, I'm like quite emotional. Like I, I'm quite passionate and emotional and I, and I cry pretty often. Um, and that's okay. Like that doesn't make me any less of a man. And that, that realization was where I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm a man. You're such a good conversation starter, Sam. Oh, thank you. You've got something, <laughs> something good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we actually we actually had this conversation in Halifax as well because um, Joe was here for the for the launch of it. But we've um, we've been trying to get this like men's formation community mm. up and off the ground, um, and we had our first night um, <clears throat> last week or something, and it was just like really cool. So we've been we've been talking like talking about masculinity and stuff's a big deal here, and um, and yeah really specifically actually um my dad is like huge on the idea of initiation 
Um, mm. He got it from like John Eldridge, who's this awesome writer on like, masculinity. He talks a lot about like how the world is full of uninitiated men, <clears throat> and really like we need our like our dads to tell us yeah. wh- whether it's our earthly dads or our, our heavenly dads. Like you're a man. He talks about like that scene from The Lion King when like yeah. he sees his reflection, and it's like it's Mufasa. Frick, I love that movie. <laughs> that movie makes me cry. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so when I was like 16. Um, my dad had my mom drive me out to my aunt and uncle's forest. Like they live on a, on this big farm <laughs> and she like kicked me out of the car in this like cold night in February. I'm in my full like snowsuit and I get a lantern with a candle in it and it's like a blizzard. And then she's just like, go. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so I just start walking. I have no idea what the heck is going on. Um, and then along the way, like, all of these guys who had played like a really significant role in my life. Um, so like my uncle, mm. um, some of you guys know JP DeFlurio. He's like, a, he's had a huge impact on me. Um, he's like one of the net staff guys and um, yeah. And just like some other guys who like my grandpa, like people who had big influence on my life. And then I came out at the end of it. They all like pulled me aside and talked to me a little bit about like their journey of masculinity. And then all of the guys in our community were there like at the end of my like journey mm. and there's a campfire and like in front of all of these guys my dad was like you are a son of god and you are a man wow and like that was when i was like i felt very confident yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm a man wow. <laughs> so that was yeah for me it was a very like moment you know yeah <clears throat> wow that's that's funny because i saw pictures of you on your 18th birthday recently and you were almost certain. <laughs> 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 oh, that's Why were you looking at those? <laughs> it just came up like your birthday was like a month ago. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, or even like, or it's April now, but like a month ago. Um, and so I think when your parents posted pictures of your 18th birthday, like for your birthday on Facebook. It's I funny because it like, I was like, wow. We went to a cigar lounge for my 18th birthday and like, and my like profile picture on Facebook for a long time was like me smoking. Oh, James! <laughs> when I got accepted for net, like all my like all of the netters were like adding me on Facebook. I was like, I should probably change this. You know, <laughs> think I'm some like chain chain smoker. <laughs> oh man! Which you are, to be fair. So that's true. <laughs> I, I think I smoke like every two weeks now. <laughs> it's picking up. <laughs> the East Coast will do that to you. <laughs> what about you joe instant or gradual um, i'd say gradual uh i don't know uh there's been moments of i guess initiation and things like that in my life but i don't know sometimes I, I feel like one of the more significant ones was when I when I bought my car. That was a big one. Just because, like, mm. I had to go into this thing, and I, like, I didn't know what to do. And, and coming out of it, probably not having done all that great of a job, but, like, I went in myself, um, and I had just had to handle it and deal with the situation. I walked out, and I was like, wow. <clears throat> That was like an adult thing, you know, like that was a whole adult move. Um, mm. and so 
<laughs> yeah, I, I it's just things like that, I'm a especially I think for guys, when like you have to handle yeah. something, and once you handle it, I feel like I had mm. tons of moments yeah. of that on net where like as a team leader you have a situation and you just have to deal with it, and at the end you kind of sit back and you go, oh, that was awful. I'm a man now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I never did Net Canada, but my experience of like the men's days on Net Ireland, those were just I don't know how comparable it is for Canada, but it's so good. Like they just kind of tear you down to the bare minimum <laughs> and then build you back up and like make sure that you know that your identity is in being a son of god at oh it's oh it's so good we should have a whole other podcast on how to tear down the men in your parish (laughs) (laughs) how to tear down the men in your life so they can (laughs) they're both they're both great retreats but Net Ireland's is way harder. I heard, I've and heard what, that. Net is way oh, harder. okay. I see. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you did, I did both. Ireland's, and then I showed up for the one in Canada. I was like, all right, two days of hell. Here we go. <laughs> and then I just kept enjoying myself. And I was like, when does the awfulness happen? <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> and it almost funny. doesn't. It almost doesn't. It's such an enjoyable experience. <laughs> but... Both, 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 both are good. It's a pretty good time. Mm. Both are good. Yeah. Speaking of horrible things. Today <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're interviewing James Pereira. Oh my God. <laughs> you thought I wasn't going to commit to it. You thought I wasn't. No, I, I, know, you, I know you well enough now that I knew you were going to commit. As soon as it started, I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> So, James, Bad. what topics, in all seriousness, we can um, we can edit this out. What topics would you like us to avoid today? <laughs> I don't know, man. Just like okay, no holds good. barred. Go for it. Because that was definitely a ploy to get you to tell us things that we would definitely yeah. discuss. <laughs> um, <laughs> James, how, how, how are you doing? Let's talk about you moved to Halifax recently. <laughs> at the drop of a hat um i did <laughs> how was that going for you yeah um really good really good so it basically the story is um i was working mm. for starbucks for a long time and i hated it and then i got my dream job at this company called glass canvas and like they are so awesome and <laughs> just like so cool such a great place they were like flying me out four times a year to Vancouver to like, wow. oh, you know, like, yeah. well, I didn't, I didn't get to go four times. <laughs> we'll get in. That's another story. But, uh, I think it's yeah, very much the same story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like working in the Catholic tech space. It was like, it was sweet. It was really sweet. And then the basically like, the size of the team compared to the growth that the product was experiencing were not even. Mm. So in yeah, in normal terms, I got laid off, um, which I like. Yeah, it was such a it was so funny. It was like my boss called me up and he was like, yeah, so, you know, this is what's going on. 
And I was like, I had got to the point at the company where I was like, this is really great, but it's not for me. Like, this isn't my calling to be working here. So I was, I was already kind of thinking like, do I really want to do this for like a lot longer? Mm. And he was like, yeah, so, you know, this is this is kind of the, the deal. And I was like, honestly, this is like good news for me. And he mm. was like, I kind of figured that it would be. And um, they were like, they were so great about it. And like, uh, they still like call me now and then just like catch up. And so Glass Canvas is a great company, but I lost my job. So I needed a new job. Mm. Um, so within like 24 hours, I basically, I had the lead on a job in Halifax um, in chaplaincy work. Um, and I had been like itching to get back by, into like full time ministry. Nepotism, by the way, <laughs> it was not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. <laughs> also, family Marion too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> disclaimer: They went through a whole independent hiring process. So oh, that sure, it was, sure, sure. It yeah. was above. I board. believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I had a lead on a job and then I had, uh, like an apartment basically figured also out nepotism. God came through also that was, I'll claim that as nepotism. Um, and then, so we decided to move which, and that was like a month later. So much to the shock and honestly, like raw anger of most of our friends, we <laughs> moved to Halifax. Mm. Um, but it's been really good. There's such a great community here. I'm very happy. Yeah, I, yes. I remember hearing the news, and I was just, like, so caught off guard. <laughs> I, was, I was so rawly angered. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was caught off guard because I, I, I was expecting it, and I think I was expecting it to happen in the summer. But especially... That's what we were expecting, too. Especially with, like, like over the past, like, little while, we've... Kate and, Kate and I have been seeing, like, like every once in a while we'd see like James and Maria and like we'd really like every time they left we were like they're so great we need to hang out with them more <laughs> and, then, and then we'd see them again and we're like they're so great we need to see them again sometime and then like we just never got around to it um so yeah I was just like oh dang that's such a missed opportunity but you'll be in town and we'll hang out Yes, you getting you getting laid off at glass canvas sounds like that dream scenario where you're like you know you're dating someone you want to break up with them and then they just break up with you and you're like <laughs> nice now i'm not the bad guy anymore <laughs> I can move on that was honestly it was exactly what happened <laughs> so freely yeah <laughs> And it was like one of those breakups where you're like, but we can still be friends, you know? Mm. Yeah, because yeah. everything about it was just I great. Still, I still call you all the time, even though I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, just blurring my metaphors. A bit. Uh, and it was actually funny. It was funny because like the, the job that I'm working now, like the chaplaincy I work for is a client of Glass Canvas. Mm. Um we use like some of their technology products and stuff. So I'm like, this is great. Like I like learned how to use the product like super in depth. And now I actually just get to use it for ministry. That's great. I'm trying to see where this works and with the whole dating analogy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Cause you can see, <laughs> you can see God's hand move in this, just like in, in your, in your process of discernment, 
and in what's actually happening like it's all inter well obviously it's all interconnected but like it just fits so well to the point where even now like you're still working with the products of this company and like you you've you've gotten the experience of getting to know that product and you're like using it for your ministry now like it's just and that's beautiful i think like i had always wanted to work there like I don't like I had known about them since I was a kid. It was like there was like always a dream. Like oh man, it'd be so cool to work for Glass Canvas. And I think that I like I needed to experience it to then realize oh actually God is my dream. Like, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. What you said. <laughs> I I just love when you complete my sentences and take them in the exact direction that I was thinking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure in the whole dating workplace analogy, uh, you were dating someone and now you're dating their child. I think. <laughs> yeah, don't look at me like that this is james's episode and when i hang out with james he knows me too well i have to really push uh, it to say something that he's not expecting yeah <laughs> i feel like uh, I, so this is like my st- story of my life has been like i love to scandalize other people because i hung out with a lot of people who were like really easily to scandalize and then also other people who are like very difficult to scandalize mm. so a lot of my humor was like how can i really push the envelope on this and then i met joe <laughs> who just takes it like three thousand steps farther. <laughs> speaking of scandal <laughs> James, carry on. Keep going. <laughs> James, how are you going to ask me about my relationship? <laughs> <laughs> you do it. You do it. Send how... to the community. <laughs> tell us, tell us, how did you meet your beloved wife? So we're actually first cousins. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that's too offensive. <laughs> can we edit that bit out um so marie and i along with like all of the, both of you guys you can hear if you keep listening to the podcast you'll hear more and more about how we all did net because that was a big thing so i did net and so did maria um and nepotism once again <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like advanced nepotism um so we do net and i remember like coming into music training um the first day and being like just overwhelmed like i'd met a lot of people mm. um and i remember seeing this like super gorgeous blonde in some corner and like just being like no <laughs> and i just turned around and walked away <laughs> and i was like this is too much i don't want to meet like i've met too many people i don't want to meet like a beautiful lady as well <laughs> that lady um, was rebecca pruner and that <laughs> no <laughs> i thought that rebecca is a blonde um anyway so and they were mistaken for each other quite they in those very days. very frequently yeah um now i'm second guessing myself i'm like was it actually rebecca anyway no, it doesn't matter. no. um <laughs> sorry for ruining your whole fairy tale tori <laughs> <laughs> so this is how, this is how we meet so what my dad that? is giving a talk about like a music and liturgy mm. and marie and i are sitting next to each other and this is kind of like the first time that we'd really interacted and um my notebook didn't have any like lines in it to write on it was just like blank so i'm taking my notes and all of my lines are like curving off at the end which is just driving me crazy because i'm a perfectionist 
So um, they get a damn notebook with lines in it. <laughs> yeah, but we were like, I didn't, I didn't get. It was a gift, and it was a really nice thing. My aunt wrote nice things for me in it. There just wasn't, there wasn't lines. Anyway, <laughs> all right, James's anyway. aunt, if you're listening to this, <laughs> he would like a notebook with lines in it. Please and thank you. Do better next time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, so I'm right. I'm taking notes, and they're curving off, and um, and I'm getting frustrated, and I look up at Maria, and I go, I'm not straight. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I look at her, and I'm instantly like, uh, no, sorry, like I I'm straight, but my lines aren't, and. <laughs> <laughs> and so she just like dies laughing at me <laughs> she's like you're such a dork <laughs> um and i thought that she was so Can cute we, anyway so i would like to explore the moment where your brain went, tell this girl you're not straight if, if, if you don't mind <laughs> that like there's nothing i there's nothing more to explore i think that i'm the kind of person that just says without thinking uh, and that was just one of those moments. <laughs> is it like, process in is reverse? It an alpha male thing? Is it like a play hard to get what, me thing? Thinking. What's what? What's the strategy here, James? What's your angle? No, I, I think I'm just impulsive. No, but looking back, That's looking really... back, what's the angle? Yeah. What's the angle? Um, are you nagging her? Like, are you like I'm not even into you? Like, what is the? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I was pretty blatantly That's into true. Her. I think it was just I think it's just I I like you. Please laugh at me. Okay. I think that that okay. was the angle. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a classic um, strategy. Not not a classic execution. Uh, that's I haven't heard that no. one working too yeah, many times. Yeah, it was pretty but... bad. No. no yeah. <laughs> So uh, a series of events in, in, ensued. Um, I asked her and two yeah. other people to come on a walk. We Who went for many two? walks and, and, uh, in the morning. It was Steffi, Steffi Matthew, who really, like, I think officially introduced us. Mm. And she's Francis, a wingman. She's a wingman, honestly. She is. Steffi wingman's hard. And so does Shay. Yeah, anyway, so although he, like, he actually slept in the first time that we went for a walk and then i think he regrets it now because he was like nah. i should have been i should have been fourth wheeling anyway <laughs> so um so we get put in a band mm-hmm. joe was in the band shay was in the Ooh. band a bunch of other very good friends of ours we were all in this band to play for music at training and i don't know how i honestly have no idea how that happened how that slid by but it did um so we got to know each other we were singing together um, hung out a lot during training. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I would get it, the I got third in, wheel for them. Yeah. You did. Mm. I got in a lot of trouble a lot because I'm just subtlety is not my strong suit. Really? Um, I'm not straight. Subtlety <laughs> <laughs> isn't your strong suit. <laughs> I'm just not a subtle guy. Um, but it works for. I think it works for me. I think it works for me. I, I'm I, like. I'm just gonna. I'm You're just, I just now, commit, and I do so it, and it works. It yeah, happened. I'm married. Um, yeah. So then I didn't see her for a whole year. One <laughs> blunder was that I texted her halfway through the net year. By the way, like on net, you are not a, like big no to starting a romantic relationship on the road. Big, mm. big no, for many obvious pastoral reasons. So if you think that's also, weird, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it was also a, a smaller note towards 
<laughs> texting people of the opposite gender on teams that are not your own. Yes. Which, so little, I'll know about that too. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of broke both those rules in one fell swoop when yeah. I said, I love you. One perfectly worded text. <laughs> one perfectly worded text. You're my message. kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was awful. Uh, mm. we're gonna move, we're move no, 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 no. We're going to stay right in that for we're a little not, bit. We're not we're gonna gonna stay stay right I don't want to stay in this. Um, so <laughs> what was the thought process when you uh, typed out I love you over text to someone you were not supposed to text at all? Oh, 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 wait, words, wait. I love you. It it was a perfectly cra- like crafted it text. Like that, it, it said yeah. I love oh, yeah. you. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, it did. Okay. When you talk yeah. about like, um, <clears throat> you know, just concise wording, you know, the mm, economy. The <laughs> <laughs> so, so sincerely, and many people mm. don't believe me, but I'm so so sincere <laughs> in that. I think I was feeling many feelings, mm. and I just needed to get them out on paper. Or on into words, or into someone's phone, or into someone's <laughs> many, DM. Many <laughs> so I'm like, what if I just pull up Maria and type "I love you" and then delete it, and then I'll just be like, it'll be like I said it to her, but I didn't, and it'll be fine. So I type it in, but I'm also like watching a movie at the same time, <laughs> so I was really distracted. So I go to like backspace, backspace, and instead I hit send. And this is before Facebook had the like the, the power to to unsend oh, a message. Snap! So I, that was yeah. was it unbelievably stupid of me? Yes, but I I, I hold that it was sincere. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> this kind of sounds like uh, we watched The Prestige recently. Mm-hmm. Which is a great, great movie, movie. Uh, and spoiler alert for a movie that's about twenty years old. That, that if anyone cares, <laughs> uh, when uh, when Christian Bale ties the knots that kill Hugh Jackman's wife, and then he's like, "Which knots did you tie?" I, I don't know. It's like really, you don't know. It, it, you made a conscious decision, and yet you just don't know what that conscious decision was. <laughs> you just don't know. <clears throat> yeah, it's just like James, like why did you text out, type out a text message? <laughs> You can't really say it's an accident, really. Yeah. I accidentally found her in Facebook, typed it out, and said, I <laughs> slipped. So, yeah, that was what happened. So, um, what was the fallout from that, if any, can I ask? The fallout was I got a stern talking to mm. from a lot of people. <laughs> so, um, how many people put a number on it? Definitely three. Definitely at least three. Oh, no. You know what the best part was is that <clears throat> I told Shay, who's my team leader, and we were, like, we were staying yeah. together right after Christmas break. And, uh, like, it was, like, one of those, like, <clears throat> you know, it's, like, two guys, and you're trying to fall asleep. Yeah. And, yeah. like, you start saying funny things. Yeah. So that's, that. That's like, that was where we are. And I'm like, Shay, bro, I got to tell you something. <clears throat> he's like, okay. I was like, so I told him the story. And he's, like, quiet for a couple seconds. And then he just starts losing it. <laughs> <laughing>. <laughs> uh, and he was just like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Were you and Shay sharing a bed in this moment? No, we were. I was on the couch, I think, and he was oh, on the floor. 
think that was what I was just going know on. that can happen on net. And after your first profession to Maria, it would have been really funny if now That's you true. and Jay are lying in a bed together and you go, I, I told another woman I love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, so then we both get accepted for net staff mm. mission, the mission staff program. The mission staff program is really weird. Um, it was like the worst year of my life and yet also like one of the best, you know, like best relationships ever came from my mission staff year, but mm. then also the hardest memories. So we both get accepted Shared for trauma. Shared that's trauma. Good shit. As, <laughs> that's uh, the stuff. As Stranger things says, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we uh we both get accepted for staff and we're living in these households and we're spending a lot more time together during which we just all subtlety that maybe existed <laughs> just disintegrated all of the subtlety that James Pereira <clears throat> was uh, before this before it was known for <laughs> the last vestiges <laughs> All fell apart. Mr. Um, I love you texts while on net. (laughs) The ramparts just all came crumbling down. (laughs) So it was very difficult and also, yeah, like Mm. it was tough for, it was tough for us. It was a tough situation. I felt like we were kind of living in a little bit of a vacuum. Like our community was very self-contained. It was like the same people that you work with are the same people that you live with Mm. are the same people that you hang out with for fun. Um, and then the people that you go to for like pastoral care are also like your bosses, you know what I mean? So there was just some messy, you know, like it can work in the right situation. This was not Mm. that situation. Don't forget your roommate is just adding drama to the fire for a podcast. You're going to start with them like years later. (laughs) So just generally trying to make it all worse for a better My roommate was none other than Joe Dunham, who was experiencing less obvious but similar (laughs) (laughs) stuff because... Joe and I were roommates, and then Joe's now fian- now fiance and my now wife were also roommates. So, you know, all the dram. Um, I think that they, I remember that they actively discouraged the four of us hanging out at that point, which, fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, someone actively <laughs> discouraged just the four of us from hanging out. And I remember yeah. one yeah. time it happened by accident, and one of our bosses showed up, and I think someone Oh, yeah. Like, we just were freaking out. Like, get, get, go hide. I don't know. <laughs> just like, you four yeah, that are was trouble. A... You can't hang out mm. together. Yeah. <clears throat> Which we were. We were trouble. Um, but now we're just fun. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, like. So, yeah. So, it's, try. it's, yeah. It's, like, there's something, I think to to kind of call back to our first episode like where like there's something kind of necessary for conflict in a relationship and i think you guys like both of you as like as couples like you both experienced conflict in the context of living in that household and living on like working for net and like this isn't anything bad against net in any in any way but like but it 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 did provide that that conflict that allowed you to grow as well 
it was just it was a really messy environment mm. for the situation that we were all in it was a <clears throat> yeah it was just a difficult i think yeah it was i think that we probably could have been better about having outside relationships mm. so that it wasn't all like so self-contained and i think i think that that you know had a lot to do with how messy it was what we needed was you sam mm. that's what, really what we needed the fifth that's I really actually, what we're saying i remember <clears throat> i remember uh pitching that you should come and sleep in our i uh, wanted in the empty to bed in our room and it never happened i wanted we to loved that. and i think it was right in the middle of exam season which is why it never happened excuses because i'm a nerd <laughs> exam season is like three weeks long and you have like five exams yeah it's it's true it's true <laughs> but I, my exams are all like essays so i have to like yeah. sit down and write them and yeah, yeah anyways yeah, yeah. anyways so so yeah so that was a that was a very difficult period of of life um but we got through it mm. by god's grace and i don't think that too many relationships were ruined <laughs> yeah and then one day december 1st we were just Yay. allowed to date <laughs> it just happened and all the drama and I remember, went like, away Maria immediately i think this was all i think this this was the same week sam that you and kate it was around the same time 20 2019 december 2019 May it was late december but yes everyone kind of right. the floodgates of dating kind of opened, the floodgates <laughs> opened. That was, that was so i thing yeah yeah oh yeah yeah so i took maria to a mcdonald's parking lot at midnight and uh <laughs> midnight <I guess>. midnight <laughs> november 30th right well it was december 1st yes. by the time we, never <laughs> we kissed and I came home. I came home to one of my roommates, Josh. If you're listening to this podcast, I hope that you remember this. He does. I come home. He does. Josh listen. Bruce. Josh Bruce is the only guy awake. <laughs> I loved it. I came home, and he was like, "How's it going?" <laughs> and I was like, "I uh, just like you know, kissed Maria," and he was like nice <laughs> and he was like how was it and i was like honestly kind of gross <laughs> never kissed anybody before kind of gross oh, okay and you just yeah. lost it <laughs> um that was such a that was a good memory um i just i so yeah, just so we love sp- that you know 18 months in the making or whatever it is <laughs> and james <clears throat> with his future wife James pulls the most high school shit. It takes her to a McDonald's <laughs> parking lot. It makes out with her. So, so the story and was. Says, the story was. Kind of gross. gross. <laughs> the, the story was. I had promised to buy her ice cream. I had promised to buy her ice cream I, at the beginning, like while we were on net. I owed her ice cream, oh, and yeah. the only place that was open at midnight for ice cream was McDonald's. But then we get to McDonald's, and she was like, "I don't really want ice cream. I'm like not feeling it." I just want so you, we just James. hung out. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was it. So you paid um, up late on that ice cream. I got that ice cream like a year and a half later. Yeah, I know, because I was playing Sly. I was like, I'm going to promise ice cream to my whole band, but I'm only going to get it from Maria when we start dating. Oh. And um, then Joe a year and a half later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we start dating. COVID happens. 
I don't we don't I don't want to talk about that mm. because we've talked about COVID just like yeah. too much in our lives. Mm, yeah. But you know, we we did the COVID day hey, thing. We had a great time. I mean, we actually had the, and, 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 uh, you and I. We were having a great time. We had a a grand mm. time. Can we just can we just divert and talk about how wonderful that was? We can. Like, it's all about you today, mm-hmm. James. We can talk about yeah, whatever no, you want. It was beautiful. It was like every single day, get up for house prayer. We'd go make breakfast. Joe would make his notorious, atrocious waffle sandwich. <laughs> it, it, to clarify, um, that means delicious, but horrendously bad for you. <laughs> I, I made it a few times, and it was, was heavy. But I just like could feel the bacon grease yeah. in my veins yeah. for like days, um, and then we would all like work all day. That was kind of the worst <laughs> work part. Work all of day. It. I worked um, an hour a week. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry. I told you I was working. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Juliana were busting. <laughs> That's true. You guys um, were like taking over our house and stuff. Like you were working hard. We had like a whole like video set up anyway, all for the five students that kept anyway. It was a sad time. <laughs> um, so yeah, so work all day. Five o'clock hits, and it was straight to the backyard for a spike ball, oh, and then for like straight hours. to the table for hours, and then straight to the table for like copious amounts of lasagna. Mm-hmm. I made two lasagnas a weekend. Mm. No, I made four. I made two a day every weekend for like three months straight mm. and we had so much lasagna and huge then over exaggeration but we'll <clears throat> keep going just keep going. i made a lot of lasagna <laughs> and then we would go downstairs and we would watch a marvel movie and we were going through this whole marathon and mm. i was really into gin and tonics and it was just uh, uh Kyle and I it was just golden rum and pepsi all the time <sighs> gin and tonics good, are just good time such a classy drink they are that was when we started our legendary dungeons and dragons oh that was so fun. squadron that was so fun man mm. um joe and i we wrote uh we like wrote and produced a whole single oh, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> wrote wrote a song for our girlfriends that we never sang for them oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was listening to that the other day i was like are i should show this to maria I have the recording. I'll send it. That's I'll send so it to you. Funny. I was listening to it. I was like, I was like, this is fifty percent cringe and fifty percent just like actually it, really awesome. That's probably <laughs> true. If I hear it now, we've <laughs> said it on the podcast and now we've acknowledged <laughs> its existence. So that might cause this problems year. for mm-hmm. us. But that might. Oh, wow. Send it to me. Don't yeah. send it to Kristen. <laughs> I'll send it to. I'll you. decide. I'll decide <laughs> if and when she hears it. <laughs> Um, yep. Yeah, it was just a bomb time. Mm. So then Marie and I go to Halifax for a month. We have a great time with her and her family. <clears throat> and we come back and I'm like, I'm going to do it. So mm. <clears throat> I, go to a, I go to play music at a funeral. And then I go to the mall and I buy a ring. And I go to the net office and I'm like, yo, Joe, check it out. Um, and then I showed my dad. I think you guys were the only ones who knew. Oh, and I called Shay and Steffi, who had, mm. we talked about earlier. I said, can you guys show up and take pictures? Because that would just be funny. And then I took Maria to that place where we would go for walks. And we took a walk and went down to like this old French retreat center where net training happens. And mm. it's kind of a gross place. But it's just like so like rich with nostalgia. 
um, and I asked her to marry me. And the first thing she said was, she said, <laughs> when did you buy this? <laughs> and then she said, yes. That's insane. You were what? 19? It was, yeah, mm-hmm. it was about eight months. We had dated for eight months. <clears throat> no, I was 20. I was 20 at the time. Mm. Yeah. You, um, you guys, Kate and, I, Kate and I have often, whenever we talk about you guys, we, we really admire. I mean, you are, you are a husband and you are like the only reason why we can currently call ourselves the trophy husbands right now. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's exactly. Um, we've, we've often looked at your, like the way that you guys, um, are just like really vulnerable and 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 honest about your marriage and we find that something that's so beautiful um and something that like we're like yeah we we want to be we want to do that like when we're married we want to just like share with people the joys and the hardships of married life um yeah i mean what is what is something that you can say that i mean i i bet there's like thousands of things but like what is what is something that you can say that you've enjoyed telling people about your married life? Hmm. That sounded weird. Maybe I can ask that again. What's the, <laughs> I Joe started laughing. And oh, I, was no, like, I was laughing for entirely different reasons. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Do I need to ask it again? No. Um, I think I, I think I can, I think I can take this in, any direction um something i enjoy telling people about i i love something that i think that i'm just like proud of in our marriage that i always like this is the first thing when people are like what what is your advice about marriage this is the first thing i bring up and i'm just like proud that we have achieved this Mm. um because i think like a radical honesty like marie and i are both really big on that um and like, you know, we've talked about that in prayer before. Like some of my best prayer times have started with like me being like, I don't want to do mm. this. And I think <clears throat> applying almost the same attitude to marriage sounds, sounds bad, but like almost applying the same attitude to marriage, like radical honesty to the point where it's uncomfortable. Um, and I think of like this one night we were just like watching TV or something. And, um, and Maria was just like, I'm feeling like doubt in our marriage. Like, just, like, doubt that we made the right decision. Mm. Um, and I was, like, no way. Because, <laughs> like, I have been feeling the same. Like, and it had been a thing, like, that had been on my mind all day. Um, and we both just, like, brought that to the light in front of each other. And we prayed. And it was gone. Um, wow. And I was just, like, Wow the opportunity to like to be so on to be so honest that your wife is willing to be like i am doubting whether we made the right decision getting married Mm. you know the fact that she like she can do that like that's just like blows my mind you know Um, and like for less than a year you know yeah like yeah to not even just be like ah marie you're crazy like don't tell them yeah Uh, just keep it yourself keep it yourself yeah 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 and that's i think that's just kind of the person that she that she is which is like we'll have to have her on because she's just such an amazing we'll decide that as a group james 
but yeah, no, it's just like really, we really push for that like radical mm. honesty in our marriage and it has benefited us so well because I like, I remember like one of our mutual friends, Ethan, um, I remember telling him this. I was just like, she's not the kind of girl that you got to be like, she says she's fine, but she's not, you know what I mean? Mm. Like if she's not fine, mm. she will make it known, <laughs> you know? Um, <clears throat> and it's just, it takes all of the like anxiety, I think out of the marriage or like not all of, it takes a lot of anxiety out of our marriage. Um, and I was like telling him this and he was just like, <laughs> dude, like you hit that jackpot. Just <laughs> 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 um, just like, this is the perfect woman for you. you know? mm. um, so yeah, that's something I'm really grateful for. Wow. It all comes yeah. down to Maria not being like other girls. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty wonderful. Not like other girls. Um, should we probably start wrapping it up? We're getting uh, getting close to our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we do some? Do you want to start us off with some rapid? Yes. Rapid fires. <clears throat> so, uh, so much of our time in the lockdowns, we were watching movies. So I was gonna ask, uh, what's your favorite movie? And then my phone auto corrected that to, what's your devouring movie? So, <laughs> so James, what's your devouring movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm gonna run with it. Um, probably How to Train Your Dragon. Ooh. And the the only reason I say that is because when we were kids, I remember we would do this thing where like we would get a DVD at the rental store and just watch it over and over and over and over oh, again until we had to return it. it. You know, like get the max value out of it. <clears throat> we would devour it. So we watched How to Train Your Dragon like four times in a day. The only other one that comes close is Patrick Grant. And his whole family stayed at my house when I was like a teenager, and we rented Wreck It Ralph, and we uh-huh. also we watched that movie like five times in that in that weekend. So those would probably be my devouring movies. Hunter Hunter Langell's maybe the only person I know who's watched How to Train Your Dragon. More I know. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. What is your favorite color? Uh, mustard yellow. Oh, not what I expected. What is what is the best date you've ever planned for Maria? Oh, that's such a good question. Single guys, listen up. Uh, and 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 me and me and married people <laughs> and engaged people and me. Honestly, don't stop dating when you marry. Honestly, the single um, guys are the ones who need this the least. Yeah, <laughs> single yeah, guys don't listen. Um, I think that. <laughs> i don't know i really enjoyed our first date actually like it's just like iconic to me we like we went ice skating and then we had this like this called this like christmas lights across canada Mm. downtown ottawa so it was like all these cool christmas lights and light displays that we walked through and then we had a snowball fight Mm. um and then i I did obviously yeah no mercy Um, just checking just checking yeah Male dominance. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> one day somebody's gonna cut that out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Juliana drove me home <laughs> from our date because when we were on staff, we all had to oh, share yeah. vans. Mm, and right. Yeah. So that was the only way. I was like, Juliana, can oh, you come cool. pick me up? Shout out to Juliana. 
this this is a story that we didn't have time for but Julianne and I were co-youth ministers when I when we were on staff together um and that was just a dumpster fire in so many ways I did the whole um, I think but, two episodes of a podcast about it <laughs> that's true they those those episodes do exist it's on the net Canada podcast me They're and Julianne talk about how how we made mistakes episodes. and what to learn from <laughs> That, I think it wasn't that bad. COVID, mm-hmm. COVID made it a lot worse than I think it was. I think it's sometimes I just pretend that it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sam, yes. you're up for rapid fire. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I was trying to think of one. Um, oh, what is your you your family is like so connected with net, hence the nepotism, um, and. Um, like, what is your favorite thing about ministry? Ooh. Um, deep relationship mm. with God and with others. <clears throat> I think that that just, like, is ministry. And I think that if you try to define it in another way, you're, you're getting it mm. twisted. But, yeah, just, like, I was talking to a student yesterday and um, in the chaplaincy, and she was <laughs> saying, she was like, one day you just showed up. And now I feel like we can just nice. like chat and hang out and it's really great. Mm. <clears throat> and I was just like, this is awesome. This is what I, this is what I would ho- was hoping for. And like every day at school, like at, at St. Mary's, like, it's just like, when I come into work, we just talk about all kinds of stuff. Like we talk about ridiculous things and then we talk about faith and we talk about ministry and just like the opportunity to build those relationships with people is like amazing. And then also like as a body, to pursue mm. Jesus. <clears throat> I don't think you're quite getting the whole rapid fire thing <laughs> to you and us. <laughs> so, um, uh, as a Christian man, how important is it for your wife to submit to your authority? What do you miss most about living in Ontario? Oh, that's a good one. Um, just the people. Honestly, there's not much else. Halifax kind of beats in most other ways. You don't have on routes. <laughs> That's true. We don't have on routes. I love on routes. No, They're so clutch. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, goodness. How could I forget? Broadway's. Mm. Oh, yes. Broadway's. Yeah, yes. the home prize. I miss Broadway's so, so deeply. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Is that good? That's good. That's good. That was good. Uh, <clears throat> what's your mm-hmm. segment? Okay, so I've we've actually gotten a few, and I'm I'm loving it. Like I I'm loving all the uh, the submissions what? that are. No, that, you're no kind of dude, dude, dude. Oh wait, this is your oh moment. shoot the segment. <clears throat> oh, it doesn't have anything. <laughs> uh, does it? Go um, oh, no. shoot. Uh. Why don't you, you guys think about start, it? <laughs> and I will have Joe, some. you go first. Okay. So, uh, in honor of this episode being about James, I picked an album I think he'll like that I don't think he's heard before. Oh, I'm so, so excited. called Little Ghost by Moonchild. One word, Moonchild. Um, it's, it's like a super chill R&B <gasps> pop. Jacob showed me. Jacob Duval showed me some of this. He's the one who made our theme song. And he sh- no, no, no. He just showed me one. Okay. He showed me one. So I'm gonna listen to it. What's it called? Little Ghost, Moonchild. <clears throat> um, 
real jazzy keys, kind of jazzy everything. Uh, if anyone wants, they actually have a great tiny desk, and they do three songs. Two of them are off this album. Uh, the le- the lead vocals has kind of weird vibes, um, <laughs> but like they're crazy talented. All right, they're all like these really cool multi instrumentalists. So like I wrote this down because I was so impressed. Uh, one guy starts on sax, goes over to keys and then picks up a flute at another point and then just rotates between those lead singer goes on a flute solo for a second back to vocals grabs the saxophone at one point uh the keys player is playing keys picks up i had to google this a a fuglehorn in one hand keeps playing keys and like a synth bass at the same time while playing uh, played his guitar at one point. So these people that are crazy is talented. Um, it's super chill. Wow. Very nice vibe. I think I'm so I think excited. Enjoy it. Um, okay, so <clears throat> this week from the Atlantic. Although I did just discover the New Yorker, and I've been so I'm been jamming with that. So I'm sure you guys will get some of that in the coming coming weeks. But um, yeah, so I read this Atlantic article about third places. Um, Third places were a term defined by a sociologist in the 1980s, um, basically described as a place in between home and uh, and work. If you ever worked at Starbucks, Starbucks would refer to itself as a third place. I think now reading the official description of it from a sociologist, <laughs> I would argue that. Um, but I'm just going to find in here the the exact explanation of it because it was really, really... Quite Sam good. is sweating okay. while you do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you prepare, kids. Uh, I pride you know, myself I that our conversations are unscripted, but it's this is this is the bad part of it. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Okay. Ray Oldenburg is the name of the sociologist. In the 1980s, refers to a third place as a physical location other than work and home or home where there's little to no financial barrier to entry and where conversation is the primary activity. The historical examples that Oldenburg cites in his book, The Great Good Place, include French cafes, German-American okay. beer gardens, and English pubs, all of which appealed to people from various walks of life. So the whole point of this article was third places are shifting out of fashion. Um especially with the pandemic um, and was encouraging us to all go find such a third place. Um, so for example, such as a podcast with the boys. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, really, really great. Thanks. Find yourself a local coffee shop or pub that you can just go and bother strangers in. Thanks, Bob Odenkirk or whatever that guy's name was. <laughs> That's just good enough. <laughs> um, okay. So I've been stressing for the last like couple of minutes. Um, the only thing I could really come up with is like is like a cool little comparison. What's happening to Russia right now is um, so basically after the First World War, Germany was was kind of like set on these like pretty tough limitations on what it could do, the size of its military, uh, all all done at. Um, in the after-war negotiations, and it, they were pretty tough, and it really restricted the way that 
their economy could grow. Now, following the Cold War, there was this same kind of approach to Russia and the USSR. Well, when the USSR fell, there's this same kind of approach where Russia is seen as the villain and they can't be allowed to rise to a position of power again. And so what what we're seeing now is similar to what we're seeing in like in the 1930s where you have a a a country back then it was Germany but now it's Russia who is testing the the world kind of security system and seeing like okay can I can what can I get away with um how much can I grab before it's before the world is saying okay no that's too much and so it's really interesting because before the wo- second world war started there was like Czechoslovakia there was Poland well Poland was the last one uh there was Austria Czechoslovakia and then Poland mm-hmm. that Hitler could could get and then the world erupted so it's interesting to see how Russia is following the same trend as uh post world war 1 <clears throat> Germany that's yeah it's not really history because it's happening right now but it's a cool comparison historical comparison yeah, you talked about the 30, uh, so what you're telling me is that the next time someone starts a world war instead of imposing sanctions and restrictions upon them we should maybe take a bit more of a loot bag route <laughs> and kind of reward them so that they don't turn evil and do it even worse later um maybe maybe that would be the the the, the better approach the you know Gover- the, the loot bag approach Government of Canada, listen up. This is Joe's <laughs> audition for chief war strategist. Uh, well, no. Uh, it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's loot bags. Um, <laughs> it's loot bags. So, as, What's the opposite of war? Bags. A kid's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was saying before, I was thrown into a wild panic. Um We've had a <laughs> lot of submissions, and I'm really grateful mm. for them. They're, very they have creative. all been great. Very creative. Uh, very creative. So I have one. Um, I made sure to pick one that didn't directly apply to me, considering some of them <laughs> I was just like, oh, well, I just did that. And I also have to be careful because I read them ahead of time. So, um so yeah, not to give myself an unfair advantage. So this one is pretty interesting by a anonymous uh, listener. Is um, the last person to have cleaned the glasses of their significant other? So fun fact: all of our partners, spouses, fiancés, have glasses. I'm actually the only one involved in the show who doesn't. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Joe yeah. doesn't wear glasses, but we all, all of all. St- five of us have glasses i don't think that uh i think it's been like two years because I, maria used to ask me to clean her glasses and then she was like no you suck at this <laughs> so i don't anymore <laughs> for, for me too not because i sucked at it at the start of our relationship kate asked me quite a bit to to clean her glasses but over time it kind of just went down maybe it's because i sucked at it and she just never wanted to tell me (laughs) (laughs) so i haven't done it in like i'd say over a month oh man this is i i'm similar Kristen asks well okay he's i've never cleaned her glasses she just borrows my shirt so 
I mm, I think it's probably I, I think since, it's Sam. I've never done it, and it's probably been about a month since she was like, "Give me your shirt, like let me use your shirt." <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, you yourself. All right. Yeah, I think it's ago. Sam. There it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Awesome. So we'll see you guys next week with a brand new three episode series. Don't know on if they'll be. Oh, are we, yeah, on whatever so, we want. So we're gonna. Are we doing a yeah, series? Yes, so what we said. Right. I guess James <laughs> forgot. We said we were gonna do another <laughs> set of three because all the episodes come out in threes. So we're gonna do three episodes on uh, whatever you know, just normal conversations, and then uh, and then we're gonna try to start bringing on our significant others uh, as guest uh, guest mm-hmm. stars and and. Uh, and other guests in the future, but like you. they will have a yeah. specific run of three. They will, yeah. And they then, will. and then the show will probably lose this three episode thing because that's hard to keep yeah. up. But uh, indeed, if if you guys have questions ahead of time that you'd like us to ask, or oh. you'd like to be asked specifically to like either Kate, Kristen, or Maria, um, please send those in. Those that would be that's interesting. Good. We'll put up. Uh, we can be. put up uh, when they're coming. We'll know the week before that they're coming. We'll put up a thing like, "Would you oh. want to ask uh, this person?" Or, or what's yeah, you want to. That's good. That's, that's good. good. I like Beauty. that. That's thank the kind you. of thing thank that's you keeping much. you on this podcast. <laughs> and even though uh, you're, uh, I forgot to prepare a segment. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, this is a fun that's episode. Good. James, you're uh, <laughs> letting us make fun of you a lot. Uh, Kristen told me to grill you, so I hope, I hope she feels. You I've, did not uh, disappoint. <laughs> she said it many times, like grill him, grill him. <laughs> when we bring her on, I'm gonna grill her. That's I think you would love happen. that. Okay, I think all so. right. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you for all your submissions. Keep doing that. Um, tell your loyal listening types to come check us out, and. Uh, Goodbye from the trophy case. <laughs> <laughs>